When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Zach Walther chose vocals as his instrument early in life and grew up singing in the school choir, but it was his father's old nylon-stringed classical guitar that opened up a whole new world of possibilities. Zach has been pursuing life as a full-time musician ever since, and in this edition of Americana Music Profiles, we talk about his latest CD, The Westerner. Hi, Zach. Welcome to the podcast this afternoon. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your schedule to chat with us. We were talking off air a few minutes ago about all of the things you've got going on and uh, it, it, uh, some, some cool things that I think uh, definitely want to chat about. If we can um, back up just a couple minutes and, and tell me about yourself sure. and, and how you got started in, in this life of music. I, I read in some of the press notes that you um, uh kind of accidentally majored in in music and and voice and uh maybe wasn't your original intention well i was a uh, um i wasn't actually a, a vocal student um through uh since since the second or the sixth grade when they when they actually give you the the options of are you going to do band choir or arts as okay <laughs> and so i i picked my my friend actually or my best friend said, hey, my brother's in the choir, we should do that. And I, was, I said, okay, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> and so I was in it ever since. I, I competed uh, in, in Texas. We have a thing called UIL, uh, which is uh, your schools compete against other schools and uh, individual. Uh, and then you go through and become, if, if you get enough, you get to be a member of the state choir. And I was, I was pretty active uh, in competing when I was uh, a freshman, sophomore in high school, and then I kind of got into other things like acting and, and uh, sports, and so I was involved in a lot of stuff. But uh, singing was always a, a, a something I did, and it wasn't until um, I was probably a sophomore in high school that we I started playing in a band with with my friends and yeah. uh, became became uh, sort of enamored with that. Uh, lifestyle and and um, very passionate about uh, playing in, in and have ever since. So, mm-hmm. um, and then when I went to college, uh, at, I went to a, a university in San Marcos, Texas, called 
Southwest Texas State University, which is now Texas State University. Uh, it is, and they have a, a program there called the Sound Recording Technology, SRT, which okay. is your engineering for recording. Yeah. Uh, right. In recording studios. So uh, that is in the music program. So I had to have a, an instrument of study. So my instrument of study was voice. Okay. And so uh, I was actually classically trained officially uh, at in, in the university there. And, and, and I didn't really want to sing classically. I mean, not, I don't find a, that as being a very prosperous career. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, rock and roll and, and country bands seem to make a lot more money than, uh, I don't, I don't know, you know, as an opera singer, I don't know what, what that entails. I yeah. never <laughs> chose that, that path, but, um, so yeah, I mean, I've always played in bands all the way through college through, during my training, vocal training and stuff like that. So, uh, I've, I've made records since about 2001 and then, you know, they, they weren't very good back then, but, uh, the, the records have, have, gotten better each time and and uh, i'm really proud of uh where we're at today and and, uh releasing the westerner which is our new record that comes out october 25th have you always found a way to to be a professional musician or in the music industry or were there other things that you've done along the way no i mean if i didn't have to have a real job or a part-time job that was the goal yeah okay and it and you know, and, and when you're young, and in your your early twenties, when you're in college and you're starting a band, touring, starting to tour, as we were, you know, you can sacrifice low-paying gigs and driving all into the night to get to a gig um, because you're young sure. and you're willing to do it. You know, it's it's not so. Uh, I got married in um, in uh, 2010, and uh, our first child was born in 2010 so it was uh it, the when the responsibility sort of changed is when it was kind of like it's time to buckle down and make this a, a serious go and and i think you know if i don't want to do anything else which i don't ever plan to but sure. uh, the idea is that, you know we you've, you've got to adapt and um sort of streamline your business and be very business savvy um, in order to to make a living, mm-hmm. and to, because it's it's such a such a competitive field, right? I mean, there's yeah. so many so many bands out there, and um, you know, in Texas, when we started, it was kind of like if you can pick up a guitar and play three chords, guess what? You can be a singer songwriter, yeah, and, right, <laughs> and sing about sing songs about Texas and floating down the river. So it was easy in that sense, and drinking beer, and you know, it's fun, which to me sort of. <laughs> maybe led to the, pre- the, uh, the predecessor to what country music is now, you know, this very simplified, dumbed-down songwriting right. about music, you know, about about people's, um, like, party atmosphere and right, things yeah. like that, which, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, I'm at the age now that, to me, it's, it doesn't interest me to listen to songs like that. I'm, I'm a little more, I'm a little more uh, of a lyricist now, and uh, I, I've worked with a lot of songwriters over the, the last couple of years that you know have uh, really helped me become a much better songwriter. And, and 
it shows on this on these last couple albums I've done. So, are, are you writing um, all of the material on on the albums that you? Um, I on this album I was a writer or co-writer on all but one. We we actually needed a, one more song, and we were we were playing um, "Hold On I'm Coming" the Santa Day tune. Yeah. Um, we were playing that in our live show, and I said, "Man, this would, this would actually fit really well into this record because it's uh, a lot more in the vein of, of blues or country blues um, and soul." And, and I, I, you know, my writing has changed because I'm listening to more of, of that, and um, it's in a, in a blues environment. I think this is. Uh, the direction or the path that I was sort of set or supposed to be on. I mean, I, I'm, I'm more passionate and more soulful in my singing than I ever have. And, and the delivery of, of where uh, um, where we record these songs and, and perform them live. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's much more so than, than there used to be for me. I mean, it used to be just sort of, here's your, here's your GCD chords and here's your song and that sort of thing. And now it's sort of evolved into more of a, a soulful ballad, or not ballad, but blues. Um, in fact, there's one ballad on on this record. So, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it's everything is kind of up tempo, uh, driving, but with that beat in the background that really kind of can you know doesn't matter if you're driving your car or at a club or a venue that you know it's gonna it's gonna make you move your body or tap your foot. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um when when you when you're writing your songs are they uh, every every writer has a different kind of approach to it. I'm always fascinated by the different uh, methods that that artists uh, employ to 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 get their music. Um for you is it more of a organic process or or do you um schedule where you sit down and focus on okay, I, I need to write some new music? Well, the you know ideas come organically. Um, I, I'm one of those songwriters who will have a list of hooks or ideas or songs or right, okay, or maybe like the beginning of a song that I I, I sort of in, that comes from some conversation I'm having or a movie I'm watching, and I write them down on my phone and my my notes, and then I will sit down um, and with this record particularly, I was a lot more disciplined in I've got to write this record and finish this record because we we already started recording it and um, I was like I've got I've got songs I have to finish so I was much more disciplined and treated it like a job which mm-hmm. is the way I'm going to do it from, from here on out which is go in at, at 9 o'clock in the morning get your cup of coffee and, and drink and then sit at the piano and work these songs out you know or mm-hmm. just try to write with somebody and that, that's really what helps is like just scheduling co-writing sessions with people and, you know, having songs already started, finishing those songs or starting new songs that they have, you know. So it's, um, it's been, I, I was never a big co-writer kind of guy for, for many years, for the, probably the first 10 or 12 years of, of my songwriting career. And it's only been into the last, you know, five or so years that I started co-writing. Okay. And... Um, I will, I mean, it's, to me, it's a, a necessity uh, because it, it sort of, it, it, it plugs in the, the codes of the DNA that are missing. Right. You know, yeah. 
you know, like that scene in, in Jurassic Park. You got I've got something here that I think is great. I just, and then I can't, I can't finish it. And then somebody comes, it comes in and is like, oh, here it is. And then, and then it's great. Yeah, it's, right, right, yeah. And that's the beauty of co-writing. Sure, yeah. So when when you're taking the music out, um, what what does the schedule look like for you? Uh, how often are you playing out? Uh, do you play out with a band? Is it solo? What type of what is it? Yeah, like? so we're now. I mean, it, I, nine times out of ten, it's band shows. We do we average between fifteen and eighteen dates a month. Okay, um, and we we as of right now, we we tour mostly Texas. We're we're family men, you know, married yeah. and have kids or have yeah. kids on the way. Our best player is, is expecting his first child. And um, so we do we do mostly Texas dates. Um, and, you know, Texas is a, is a great state um, that affords musicians the luxury of not, <laughs> not having to drive that far. You know, yeah, it's right. enough that we could drive four hours and be in a market and then drive another two hours and be in a completely different market. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, it's great in that aspect, but you know, we, we do get out to Texas, uh, and I expect to be out of Texas a lot with the, with this new record because we're promoting it in the Americana, um, genre or Americana charts. Right. Okay. And the whole idea is that, uh, that is a chart that is, nationwide and right and we're sure. trying to enlarge in our, our audience and, and take this take the next step of this record for sure and and the new record is called the westerner it's it's out now or coming out it, it drops october 25th okay so just a month or so away right mm-hmm. and um tell me a little bit about that how is that different from from your other music or is it well again it's um a lot of that comes stems from I I and I don't I don't want to drop his name but very much <laughs> at all but I've I've sort of been mentored with with uh, by Rodney Crowell over the last decade or so okay, in yeah. writing and, and recording and working with him and uh, hope to be doing uh, the next record with him uh, as in the producer's chair but um I've, that's sort of been a goal for a couple of years now yeah and cool I think we're to the point where it may happen but. Uh, you know, as far as, as far as the, the the process in this, uh, it was kind. Of, we wrote, had a few songs, recorded them, and then had some other ideas for songs, recorded those, and then finished them. And it was it was a long process. It took us over a year and a half to, to wow. finish the record. But a lot of that was because uh, my drummer and his wife had twins. Uh, this about six months ago, uh, we were. Uh, Turning, uh, he he bought a, a studio or new a house to, to to put a new studio in. That took about a year to to get that house finished uh, and redone. Uh, and so there were a lot of things that kind of slowed that process down. Yeah. And and us uh, so much, you know, it's 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 tough to to go out and play music for a living and then come home and want to like pick up your guitar on on Sunday and start writing. Sure, yeah, you, know, you gotta. Yeah. Gotta have some downtime, but yeah. and some family time for sure. But um, you know, because of working with Rodney, his his one major influence that I could sort of pinpoint was um, a, a discussion I had years and years ago. Was um, he's like after a day of recording his songs in his studio out in Nashville, uh, we're sitting around the dinner table, and he tells me, 
and I'm I'm a, I'm a great singer, but his advice to me would be to go home and listen to Ray Charles and Otis Redding hmm. and uh, R and B singers yeah. of that sixties and seventies era because um, I'm not delivering. I, I need to listen to how they deliver huh. the lyrics. Okay, and and that meaning you know country music, especially music today and what he's trying he's trying to groom me for is it's to not be what country music is today but be better than that and right. be and be like your Chris Stapletons and your and your Jason Isbells and things like that. Yeah. That it's it you know, it's the delivery of, of the song is what's really lacking in country music. It's not on the beat, it's absolutely right, know? right. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't understand that you know, at the time but hmm. Over time, I listened, I did my homework, and then I sent him some songs that I wrote a few months later, and he goes, well, my, my boy, you, you listened to what I said, and, and yeah, cool. um, congratulations, you're, you, you, you're there, you know, and just keep going. Huh, so, awesome. um, so, in a sense, the Westerner is a, a you know, a, a foothold or a, a, is definitely a, a different path for, for me in the sense that I'm not trying to alienate the, the fans that I have, have had on the records before. I'm just, uh, I'm just, as an artist, you always change. We, we change uh, for the better, in, in my opinion. You know, it's always a change. Of, I, whether or not the fans want that, but, you know, the idea is that we're still trying to go and and uh, have a record that actually would would broadcast over the airways and create more fans yeah, uh, yeah. over the nation and in a sense that um, it's not we're trying to be not be so regionalized yeah. in Texas we're trying to trying to be more more than that and and uh, go outward from Texas and show who we are because we are from Texas and, yeah. and what we what we sing and play and write but um, in a sense that you know I think it, it can tra- transcends multiple genres and right. and creates uh, that appreciation for what we've done. You were telling me earlier that, that, that you are going to get to do this, uh, what I feel like is a really cool thing, is is this uh, kind of a tribute show uh, to George Thorogood's music using yeah, George so, Thorogood's band. Um, I'm, it's, it's just a, a hectic time right now, uh, but... Um, it, it was a neat thing. We, we actually signed on to do this. I got his band's uh, degree, or most most of his band. I think it's about two-thirds of his band that's going to be there. Some of them just don't want to, they just kind of like to be home and don't do other things. They don't play music mm-hmm. in, their, in their off time. But um, um, a lot of them like to just play and, and, and love to play music, which is uh, great for people like me because then I can call them and say, would you be interested in doing a show? And I would say it's like eight months ago we agreed to do this, and it's at this downtown old historic theater here in New Braunfels, Texas, and we're going to um, play a whole show of nothing but George Strait. And when I say George Strait, it's the George Strait songs that I grew up on, which started uh, from 1981 till about Pure Country, when, he, when that movie came out in the, the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And it's most of his older stuff because that was a lot of what I listened to growing up, um, and stuff that I'm most 
familiar with. And so we, we've got this show and we're doing 22 songs or something like that. And, and which is not that bad, but when you've got your own, when you've got a record that's about to come out that let's just say, um, country blues, that sort of thing, soulful, uh, and that, and you're pushing that and you're working on that and to like completely turn the page in one week and, and have to p- perform and sing, try to sing, sound like George Strait and sing these songs that are, that are completely different and not my own. So, right. uh, it, it is a challenge in that aspect, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because A, I mean, it's the King's band and the King's yeah. country music and, yeah. and the, the best band in country music as far as I'm concerned. These guys are, are, uh, coming in and, and uh, excited to do it. And, and That's so awesome. We, That's cool. That's yeah. cool. And and you've got a tribute uh, or a, a um, uh, um, an honor, a, a, a show that you're doing in honor of, of a, a lost daughter too, correct? That's that's all going on as yes, well? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, the other thing, that, that's actually this Sunday. Uh, I don't know when this is going to air or, or be publicized, but um, this Sunday, it's always the, the Sunday following Labor Day we do. Uh, the Lemonade Block Party, the foundation that my wife and I started called Lemonade. What we do is we uh, raise money through an event or a music festival or concert that we do here in New Braunfels where we live, and, and we raise money to help families um, that are that have a, a child with, with a long-term illness that are struggling to pay bills and things like that. So mm-hmm. we, we assist them financially with the money that we raised from this concert. Okay. And uh, this year we have uh, Rodney Foster headlining. Last year we had Rodney Crowell. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, it's a, it's a it's a fun thing. So we we do um, we we have a that we have uh, a carnival for the kids and and um, so a lot goes into that. I mean, it's a six month process to, to put on something like this and. So, and when you have a, a, a normal job, and then you got a right, uh, you're a, a, a nonprofit that you're running and not getting paid for it. it it's a very time-consuming sure. itself. Too. Yeah. So, that's this Sunday. The following Thursday is the George Saint tribute, and then uh, on to, uh, I mean, plus all the touring that we do, and then the record comes out next October. Yeah, it's, it's it's a real busy time. But I'm, I mean, as a musician, it. You always want to be busy. That's sure, it's yeah, something right. Something that we strive to be because I mean we're we're heading the right direction. I think. Yeah, yeah. So the new record comes out uh, October. I think you said twenty third, and um, where can twenty fifth? Twenty fifth. Okay. So where, where can folks um, uh, pre order or find your other music or, or get in touch and, and check out your tour schedule? Yes, uh, pre order uh, on a website or. TuneCore, which would be um, Spotify or iTunes, um, downloads. But if you if you do, there will be a you can actually pre-order uh, the the record probably through our our website. There'll be a link, uh, which is zachwalterband.com, and that's spelled Z-A-C-K-W-A-L-T-H-E-R-B-A-N-D.com, okay. which you know, and let's just go ahead and set the, the record straight as Zach Walter, but with an H in Walter. So the okay. Walter. <laughs> so it is pronounced Walter, is, just spelled differently. That's just the Texas German. Gotcha. I mean, that's, that's the way my father pronounced it and his father before. So it's, it's a German 
saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Zach. It's been uh, fun getting a chance to talk to you and, and hearing yeah, about all, you all so that you got going on. And Yeah, I wish you the best for it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting times, and, and we're, um, we appreciate uh, everything that, that you do and, and then that uh, that you guys do to, to help keep us busy and, and help letting people know about what we're doing, man. I sure. mean, it's, it's an honor to be, with, uh, to be on your show. Yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.